We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, which is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update, your daily Chiefs podcast and video from us here at KCSN. It's the headlines, rumors, stories, and stats people are talking about to get you through the day and caught up with all things Chiefs. Different guests each week with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, proudly presented by DraftKings, begins now. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to this episode of KCSN Update, presented by our friends at DraftKings. I'm BJ Kissel, soon going to be joined by the prince of NFL analytics content, Mr. Trevor Sykema from Pro Football Focus. Excited to get his thoughts on the Chiefs offense against the Bengals defense. But you know the deal. Before we bring on Trevor to get his thoughts, here's a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the NFL playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. If you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. The Chiefs opened as two and a half point favorites over the Bengals that almost immediately dropped where the Bengals were favorites and then the Chiefs put out videos or the media put out videos of Patrick Mahomes doing little spins and skipping at practice and then the line went back up I have no idea why the line's going the way that it is probably has something to do with that but uh yeah public is loving them some Bengals right after their win over the Bills so um yeah I get it. It's going to be a uh, a pick em type matchup. It's going to be a great game. But make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code KCSN as new customers can bet $5 on the camp conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, let's welcome on that prince of NFL analytics content, Mr. Trevor Sikma. Trevor, what's going on, man? Oh, not too much, BJ. Just getting excited for what is going to be an unbelievable Sunday of football. I'm so happy that the playoffs did their job correctly and that we got these four teams playing for the conference championships. This is what it's all about. I am I'm I'm just I'm so so excited to break this one down with you and get to the weekend. Yeah, I 
it's almost to the point now where like I'm kind of tired of talking about the game because it's just feels like with the game being on Saturday last week and it just felt like it's taken forever to get to this point. And you have the Patrick Mahomes ankle stuff. I've never seen more ankle analysis from somebody walking <laughs> downstairs at a press conference or spinning at a practice that I joked during the open, but like, I don't know what else is causing the line unless there's just huge swings of money going back and forth with these lines, but it, you didn't know what Patrick Mahomes is going to be. So it opened one way and then it came out that, you know, he's probably going to play and he's going to fight through it. And it's like, okay. And then he comes out and shows that he's at least moving around. I'm not saying that the little spin that he's barely doing is it means all of a sudden he can run around and make the crazy plays that we've seen. But considering what it looked like on Saturday when the injury happened, the fact that he's even out full participant at practice and out there seemingly doing everything he needs to do to get ready, it surprises me, man. Oh, I, I thought they were screwed. When I, when I watched Mahomes limp off the field the way he did, I was like, oh boy, uh, they might still win this game because I think the Chiefs are more talented than the Jags and they ended up doing that and and he even gave him a, a touchdown drive there, which was which was great to see for Chiefs fans. But I did not expect Patrick Mahomes to come back out in that game, and I was worried about what was going to be the future. I really was. And so, look, obviously, there's uh, the the whole world is is watching Patrick Mahomes' ankle, and there's a lot of betting angles for it, and there's a lot of predictions for it, and everything like that. But uh, look, you tell me. You said you think you've done more analysis. You you guys have done more analysis than anybody <laughs> on this. Like. What percentage do we think he's at with the ankle? What are we going like 70%, 80%? What are we thinking here? Because he's going to play, right? I mean, like that's 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 not a doubt at this point. But like what version yeah. of Patrick Mahomes are we getting? Since I'm not there and I don't see it, I have no idea. And even the media is there. They're, they're watching through walkthroughs and then they're out of there. They don't want anyone to know. And, and the NFL, like... NFL teams don't give much injury news anyway, let alone going into a conference championship game with uh, with their star quarterback. But what I will say, and the comparisons have been made to like the start, like Michael Jordan and some of the, like LeBron and those guys. You talk about like the flu game and like you assume that things like that are going to hold these guys back. And so you, know, you listen to doctors and you've read, you know, read different reports of saying like the ligaments aren't going to be healed. And so what does that do to limit his mobility mm. and the things that we've watched? I was watching the replay from last year's AFC title game. In the first half, he was making plays that I was watching. The only thing I was thinking is, I don't know if he can do that <laughs> with his ankle the way it is right now. The touchdown to Kelsey where he turned like six different times. Mm -hmm. Those are the kinds of plays don't know if he's going to make. I wouldn't put a number on it. I'd probably say between 70 and 80%. But 70 and 80% of Patrick Mahomes' mobility plus eight days for Andy Reid to game plan around that variable, I'm still confident that the Chiefs would be able to move the ball. I've been saying that all week. I still think the Chiefs are going to have a game plan that's going to allow them to move the ball, put points on the board. Andy Reid's too good at what he does uh, to not figure out a way uh, to attack the Bengals' defense. And then it's that chess match uh, with Lou Anaroma. I say his name wrong every single time, Trevor. But uh, You were close. You were close. Was Anaroma. Okay. Anaroma, I think. It, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anamaro, that guy does well. Yes. <laughs> it's the yes, Chiefs. That's what yes, I know. And, yes. Um, yeah. So I'd say probably between like 70 and 80%. But, um, you know, there are times where we've watched just unbelievable performances from some of the best we've seen to do it that it doesn't really affect them uh, as much as it would, you know, other people, especially, like I said, with Andy Reid and his scheme. But let's get into uh, the matchups and, and your key stats and all that stuff because I love getting this information. Always adds a little something new to the discussion. Uh, and I know you want to start and, and focus on the Chiefs offense against this Bengals defense. 
Yeah, specifically the run game. I've been emphasizing the run game, I think, over the last month, you know, whether it's been with you, whether it's been on our PFF shows. I think the run game is going to be paramount for the Kansas City Chiefs this upcoming weekend. I've talked uh, the last couple of weeks about the effectiveness of the run game being really something that they've needed to complement the passing game. Now I think you might have to lean on it a little bit more depending on how much you're able to get from Patrick Mahomes in this game. But when you look at Isaiah Pacheco specifically uh, and and this Chiefs rushing attack versus the Jaguars last weekend, 67.9 rushing grade as a team, which is fine. He had 12 carries, 95 yards. But the the thing that that I really wanted to emphasize is I felt as though the effectiveness of the run game finally went into what I've been looking to see from the Chiefs offense, and that is a dominant time of possession. 35 minutes on offense versus only only 25, which the Jaguars had, and when you get to this point in the playoffs, I feel like I sound like a broken record, but you've got to keep the other team's offense off the field. Like Joe Burrow is good enough and this 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 Chiefs or sorry, this Bengals offense is good enough to where they're going to score points. It's almost going to come down to a possession battle, right? That's ultimately the reason why head coaches talk about that turnovers are so paramount. It's not just that you are ending your own drive without points. It is you are giving the offense an extra drive, which is breaking serve, if you will. And the more extra possessions you give these other teams, especially in an offensive age like we're in right now, especially against a team like the Bengals, especially against a quarterback like Joe Burrow, you put yourself behind the eight ball a lot. And so not only do you not want to have turnovers against this team, you want to own the time of possession, and you need to be able to do that. You have to lean on the run game, even more so now with Patrick Mahomes maybe not being 100%. So I think that is extremely, extremely important for them this week to keep the Bengals' offense on the field by being able to run the ball, being able to control the clock, get those yards after contact, convert on those third and shorts, all that kinds of good stuff. That's what they're going to need. They're going to need the whole run game to be there for them, and I think it's going to be a massive game for Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie, to have a lot on his shoulders and see what he's going to be able to do for him because he seems to have been up to every single challenge yet. And Bengals defense, it's a good one. They're front four, they're linebackers, really good players, and so they're not going to get any yards easy. But being able to convert on the ground, be consistent and effective on the ground, owning that time of possession – it's going to be huge, BJ. It's going to be extremely paramount in this one. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of talk of that locally just because Jody Fortson, uh, who's been out with an injury, looks like he's coming back at tight end, and maybe they do some more 13 personnel and see what kind of uh, defensive formations, different defensive personnel that the Bengals do in that to, to kind of lean on that running game. Uh, and we've talked about, you know, you and I have talked about Kadarius Tony quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the different things that they can do, getting defenses moving horizontally, something that Andy Reid has been so good at uh, throughout his career with the, you know, just the the history of the West Coast system and and not necessarily thinking about stretching vertically, but stretching horizontally. And this could definitely be another one of those games. And uh, yeah, the the fact that Isaiah Pacheco had the big game last week uh, when Mahomes um, got hurt and Chad Henney came in, and I think Isaiah Pacheco had over 40 yards on that yep. that 98-yard drive. Yep. Uh, and we've seen him not really play like a rookie at this point. I think he had 95 rushing yards. It was the most in Chiefs franchise history for a rookie running back, and they're going to need another performance like that. Um, looks like snow is not going to be a thing, but it is going to be cold in this game. Not that either team is going to have an issue with that, but – um, the old school running game, you need it. And then maybe that's a challenge that's been issued to the Chiefs offensive line all week that, hey, we're going to run the football. And they know it from the very beginning. Um, but it's going to be, like you said, a huge challenge because there was a guy in the middle of Bengals defense, uh, DJ Reader, who I watched use an offensive lineman to tackle 
uh, a running back last <laughs> week against the Bills. He just kind of threw him like a rag doll, and it was yeah. just one of those like, like holy cow. They didn't focus it on it when they showed the replay of the broadcast. I was like, did anyone else just see what DJ Reader did to that poor offensive lineman? It was, it was something. Dude, it's going to be bring your lunch pail, hard hat kind of a game. It really is, especially with the weather being the way that it is, even with it being as cold as it is. And so total possessions and time of possession really might be the difference in this game with two really great teams, right? I mean, these teams have placed off three times before over the last two years, and every game has been extremely close. You know, it's been down to the wire. It's been right there no matter what. And that one extra extra possession, those three, four, five extra minutes of having that time of possession, that really could be the difference in this game between who ends up going to the Super Bowl or not. Love it. What else do you got for us? Running game is a big one. We've talked about it throughout the week. And if it's not Isaiah Pacheco, this could be another Jarek McKinnon game. I know we talk a lot about him catching the ball out of the backfield, right? but his ability to run the football. We saw it last year on uh, the AFC Championship game against the Bengals that Jarek McKinnon provided a little spark early in that game in the running game. Yeah, so my next point goes into Patrick Mahomes, and it, it, we had to give at least one specific point about Mahomes. But with the ankle being what it, what it is, you mentioned whether it's 70%, 80%, 90%, 60%, whatever it is, he's not going to be 100%. And you go back to some of the games that they played against the Bengals before, the pressure will come up, right? That front four is really good. You mentioned Reader, but Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, those linebackers coming into to the fold as well, they're really good at pressure in the pocket. Mahomes, for the last four years, I'll say, has been an absolute magician. He has been one of those players where you go... I mean, do we even want to pressure him at this point? You know, I think the obvious answer is yes, but you look at what he's able to do when defenses are flowing left and right, and he's able to find the soft spots in the zone. He's able to buy enough time to where man coverage will break down with those great great receivers that they've had over the last couple of years. But specifically, we feel like he's not going to be as mobile this week as he has been in the past. So just a couple of numbers there. On the season, simply from inside the pocket, Patrick Mahomes has an 84.4 passing grade, which is fourth best in the NFL. And then when you look at his career playoff statistics and his career playoff grades, just inside the pocket, it's 85.5, which those are two really high grades. Now, they have they do take into account a lot of clean pockets, and certainly when you're playing from cleaner pockets, then you're staying there. And normally those will have higher grades just because of a lack of pressure at you. But still, 85.5 and having a top five grade from inside the pocket, it's it's something worth noting. And it's to say that even if Mahomes isn't being this crazy scrambler to the sideline kind of a player, this is a dangerous quarterback. I know I'm preaching to the choir. I don't need to tell Chiefs fans this, but a little bit of reassurance there. He is still one of the best in the NFL. When we think of Mahomes, we like I said, we think of the out of structure. We think of the crazy. Yeah. We think of those things. But be, but in between the tackles and in a clean pocket, this is, of course, still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So even if you're only getting a 70-80% of a mobile Mahomes, there's still reason to believe that could be enough to win this game on Sunday. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. And as much as we've talked about the ankle and the lack of mobility and what we could see. And I don't think it's going to mentally stop Patrick Mahomes from trying to do, I think the, the natural instincts of him scrambling around are going to happen. And we'll really see if the ankles tested. Cause I don't think he mentally can just tell himself not to try to make plays like that because of the way that he's wired. But we spent so much time talking physically about what he's going to be able to do. And on our side, like how Andy Reed uh, is going to game plan around and call a game, uh, based on the limited what we assume is limited mobility but the other side of this is the Bengals. how do they defensively attack the chiefs offense understanding that he may be less mobile than he was in the past so there's so many like pieces to this chess match that are going to be fascinating to see how they all play out that we'll spend months breaking this down regardless of what happens in the game of how did the chiefs call it how did the Bengals call it how is it different can you notice anything different about the way the game's called be compared to the last you know four games because of the limited mobility it's just it's fascinating to me i love that side of the game and trying to figure out why they did certain things you can ask them i don't know if they'll tell um after the games uh what kind of the game plan was going in but but that side of it and and to all the numbers you just brought up of Patrick Mahomes staying in the pocket. Also really curious in the Bengals side, how they try and play him defensively any differently than they have in the past. I think protection callouts and protection adjustments in the pre-snap are going to be huge, right? Because Mm -hmm. what you don't want, what what you expect to happen is you think that the Bengals and Lou Anarumo, their defensive coordinator, are going to throw a lot of resources between the tackles. It's going to be a lot of A-gap blitzes, B-gap blitzes, those kinds of things. Because if you can overwhelm them from the middle, you then demand Patrick Mahomes to be more mobile outside of the tackle and move more than you would want him to, right? If you are pressuring off the edge, which sometimes they will do with their nickel corners they like to do that as well there is a reality where even if he has pressure that type of pressure from the edge means that he just kind of has to step up into the pocket a little bit especially if the interior guys are blocking the way that they need to so I would expect a lot more looks and a lot more pressure up the middle that then makes the demand for pre-snap protection adjustments the demand for that to be on point is so high in this game because not only do you want to make sure that blitzes are correctly accounted for, you also, you can't be caught off guard. 
because right. if say say Patrick Mahomes gets up to the line of scrimmage and he's communicating with Creed or, or, or however it's going, however whichever guy notices something first and they go, okay, we're gonna slide right. We've got to slide right here. This is where we think the blitz is coming from, and then it doesn't. If it comes from a totally different spot then not only are you prepared, then you are also adjusting probably in almost panic mode, right? Under one second Mm -hmm. into the play. And that's where you don't want Patrick Mahomes to be because that's when, you know, even if he's, even if he's good to play on the ankle, right? Even if it's all wrapped up as much as it could be, whatever. When you have those moments where the ball comes into your hand and a blitz is coming from where you didn't think, you are, your body is having to react immediately. And with those quick, immediate, like, steps in the ground or maybe adjustments movements hops one way or the other that's what you don't want him to re-aggravate that ankle injury you know really just go against it so I just think that all of those things kind of stack up and all those scenarios just go into how important it's going to be to recognize where what I believe is going to be a lot of that interior pressure is going to come from and adjust to it in the pre-snap because if you could plan for it even if you know like even if you say to your like even if you say to yourself okay they're probably going to get pressure on me here on this play, but I Mm -hmm. see where it's coming from and I know that I can adjust to it. That's a lot different than saying, okay, I know where the pressure's coming from on this play. And then it come, it comes from a completely different place and and the offensive line isn't ready for it. So I just believe that pre-snap is going to be extremely important in this game. For sure. All right, let's move on to the next key stat, key matchup that you've got in this one. Again, talking with Trevor Sykema from Pro Football Focus. So this one is, this is less of a a prediction number and more of something that I just wanted to throw out at people because I thought it was fascinating. The Bengals coverage deployment against against the Chiefs specifically uh, versus every other team in the NFL. And then what might happen this Sunday? And it's something that I'm just really intrigued to, 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 to see. So I looked at the Bengals last three games against the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? Mm-hmm. So in these last three matchups, the Bengals played more two high safeties than they did single high safeties. They played cover two 32 times. They played quarters coverage 30 times. And then they played cover one 31 times, cover three 25 times. So a little bit more two high looks going up against mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. That makes sense. Against everyone else <laughs> over the last two years, they have played single high safety by far the most. By far. <laughs> Cover three is their most their their most deployed coverage shell. Then it's cover one. Then it's cover two. Then it is quarters. But it is like we're over 300, 329 on cover three, um, two fourteen on cover one, and then it's all the way down to one four one sixty four cover two and one forty one with quarters. So they completely adjust when they play, even just the Kansas City Chiefs. Right? It, it mm-hmm. is it is almost specific how they are going to a different coverage coverage plan with them now the chiefs this is how their passing game has graded out against different coverage shells against two high safeties and you and i talked about this a couple weeks ago the chiefs are better Mm -hmm. the chiefs are actually better this year at going after two safety shells they have an 83.8 grade against cover two 81.5 grade against quarters and then if you play single high against them i don't know maybe they're getting a little bit too risky but a 76.3 grade and a 77.1 grade against cover one and cover three. Now, this is the part that I thought was interesting as well. I feel like Mahomes and this Chiefs offense has really dedicated themselves to attacking two high safety shells because they know they were going to see a lot of it. 
Mm-hmm. They only have two turnover-worthy plays against uh, against uh, two high looks so far this year. One against quarters and one against cover two. But if you play single high against them, I don't know if it just opens things up and Patrick Mahomes gets a little bit more tempted and he wants to push the ball a little <laughs> bit further. But we have yeah. four turnover-worthy plays against cover one, three turnover-worthy plays against cover three. So the last thing hmm. that I'll say about this, I know it's a lot of numbers that I'm throwing at people. Luana Rumo does a really great job of not tipping his hand and allowing his defense to stay as versatile as possible. Because when you look at the very last game that they played against the Chiefs in Week 13, it was mm-hmm. almost dead even. Seven snaps in seven snaps in quarters, seven snaps in cover two, uh, eight snaps in cover three, nine snaps in cover cover one. So it's almost mm-hmm. dead even how how often they're playing different types of either single high or 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 two high coverages. So th- that's just going to be such a fascinating thing. Anaruma has done a wonderful job of making this defense in this secondary as versatile as possible, even within the games. So how they are going to go after them, are they going to tempt them with more single high looks because Patrick Mahomes has had more turnover-worthy plays going good single high? Or are they going yeah. to stick with what they have done over the last three matches that they have played the Chiefs and go with more two high shells, play things a little bit safer, allow those passes to come up a little bit underneath. So I know that's a lot of numbers I threw at everybody, but those are fascinating the way that I saw them. I love it. Now, as we wrap up this show, we got a short one today. Uh, Again, talking with Trevor Sikama from Pro Football Focus. Trevor, I want to get your prediction. The million-dollar question, what do you think is going to happen? Somebody who lives in Cincinnati, I understand. Don't worry, Nate Taylor, our beat writer for The Athletic, already picked the Bengals to win this game. It is so it is so so hard to say that a team would beat the Kansas City Chiefs four times in a row. But because of Mahomes' ankle injury, I I'm gonna pick the Bengals. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, BJ. I'm sorry, everybody out there. You know what? I just love the fact that we're gonna have all kinds of content that we can go <laughs> back and, and edit up together and just say nobody believed it for a team like the Chiefs with Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. You don't get a lot of opportunities to be this like true. nobody believed that we would win. This is true. And you kind of miss it a little bit. Like we we were the underdog for so long, and it, not to go off on a tangent, but like Chiefs fans, like we deserve this time. And it's not just because oh we had a couple losses that like young younger. NFL fans remember no the Chiefs have the NFL record for the most consecutive playoff losses in NFL history and they were in brutal fashion going back to no punt games and like for people like my generation we experienced some brutal losses and some brutal comebacks the one last year against the Bengals wasn't great if anybody remembers Indy back in 2013 and the lead that they had like it had a lot of brutal ones so the fact that everybody as you say everybody well a lot of people are doubting the Chiefs right now. I kind of miss being the underdog in that kind of way. So uh, it doesn't bother me. It bothered me more than Nate said <laughs> that the Bengals are going to win. Um, as somebody who follows the team and understands uh, somebody's around Patrick Mahomes, how he's wired, but I, I, it make, I get it. I completely get it. I think it's going to be a hell of a football game. I can't mm-hmm. wait to watch it. Uh, the, the chess match part of it, I'm going to be excited uh, to see how Andy Reid adjusts um, and, and where the big plays come from. And, you know, we talk so much about the the numbers and breaking it down that, you know, every time we always get back to, can you get pressure on the opposing quarterback? Can you protect your quarterback and not turn the ball over? 
Mm-hmm. Like if the Chiefs don't turn the ball over and they keep Patrick Mahomes upright and they make Joe Burrow not going to tackle him a lot, like sack him a lot just because he gets the ball out so quickly. I use I've used the PFF numbers of Joe Burrow being I think the second fastest time to attempt outside yep. of Tom Brady in the NFL. Yep. So if you can just get him to hitch on the first one, just get him to hitch and hold on to the ball just a second and then get the pass rush home, you have a chance. But it's gonna be a hell of a football game. Can't wait to see it. But appreciate everybody for listening to this episode, hanging out with us for part of your Friday or Saturday. Uh, We'll have more content getting you ready for Chiefs and Bengals on Sunday night. Make sure to hang out with us. We're doing a second screen watch party from the Wynn Casino, the Blue Wire studio there. We'll be hanging out during the game, streaming on our YouTube channel. So make sure to hit that like and subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. You can hang out with us during the game if you're not going to be out at Arrowhead. And if you are, I don't need to tell you to be loud because I can't wait to see what that atmosphere is like. I got a little FOMO, Trevor, not going to lie to you. Uh, I think it's going to be a phenomenal, uh, don't want to miss this type atmosphere at Arrowhead with some of the things that have been said uh, about Arrowhead and that fact that Patrick Mahomes is being dominated um, by Joe Burrow. So I think that stuff hit home a little bit. We'll see what happens. Again, appreciate all you for hanging out. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.